Okay, here we go. Vayigdal Moshe, Vayetze Elachav. Darshu Zal, Mahu Vayigdal, Vayigdal Beis Pamim. Why does the Chumash say Vayigdal twice? Ela Rishon Lukoma Hasheni Lugdula. So first, he actually became physically big. And second one is, he became a, a leader. Gdula means a leader. Isn't that the Rashi there? Um, so, honestly, like, I don't remember, but it makes Rashi. sense. Okay. Why? If it's a Chazal. Let's take a quick look. Let's take a quick look. very exciting, by the way, that we're learning the Avka of the Parsha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like the best time of year. Yeah. But then again, we get it again at, uh, at Pesach. Time. Right. Like another Gishma. Yeah, we get the double usage. Um, so let's see. This is not a time to say, like, like, even though we actually go through all the things we learned and, like, master it, it's not a time to say, Pesach night actually goes through, like, all the things you know, we talked about. Even, even, even only this part. Like in brief. Also, I don't think your wife's going to be here. I'm excited. <laughs> here we go. That's been the biggest learning for us. It's like, how do you balance going deep for yourself right. versus kids? Right. Like, so the previous Pasuk, Pasuk Yud, said, Vayigdal Hayelad. Vativiehu lebas paro, vayihilalevein, right? Mm-hmm. So he grew up. Next pasuk says vayihi beyimimahem vayigdal Moshe vayetzelachav. So that's the that's the repetition. So we're saying the first time was he physically grew up, and now he ascended to greatness. So Rashi brings that he grew in like maturity or something. Let's see. So Rashi says. Vahalo kvar kasa vayigdal hayelad amar bi Yehuda baribi iloi harishan lekoma vasheni lekdula sheminehu paro al beso paro appointed him over his house based on a tanhuma in 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 authority meaning uh, leadership he became a leader does that mean he became a leader did Pharaoh not know where you came from? Not clear. He's like, suspicious that she, his, his daughter, if he knew that his daughter brought some weird kid from the, from the river. Oh, he, I'm, I'm assuming he, he knew that he was adopted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But whether he knew he was Jewish or not. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's interesting. So that that's what Rashi brings. The power pointed him over the house. That's a Right. But the morale here is quoting Yaakov Shimoni. Okay. Yaakov Shimoni says a similar thing, that he was all a gdula. But what was the gdula? Umahu? What is this gdula that he ascended to? What is this position of leadership that he ascended to? Ma'u gdula? Vayetzel achav. It is the fact that he became a person who cares about others. That's, a, that's what a leader is. A leader is someone 
who understands there's his responsibility to take care of the weaker ones and, and, and the ones less fortunate than him. We are besivlosan. The Virginal does that. All the English translations translate that he saw their pain. It says no besivlosan as he saw into their pain. He experienced their pain. He was able to connect with them. There you are. Um, Pirish. Talmud for life. What? Talmud for life. Yeah. <laughs> Pirish. Ki vayigdel hasheni nichtav shehaya levush gdula. Mishumka haya yotze gliros besivlos echav. Shi lulo haya bo. Nefesh gdola lo haya makpid al shibud echav. So you see that, that a great soul is someone who cares about other people. So morale wants to understand, there's two ways to understand this, Midrash, yeah? One is that he was appointed to position of authority, or he took on an action, he went and he cared for his brothers, and that itself was the Gdula. Maral wants to understand that no, that the Gdula is that he ascended to a higher spiritual plane. And the manifestation of that was his care for his brothers. Yeah, take a look. Let's read it again. Um, he was clothed in greatness. And therefore, he went out to look at them. So, the looking is a similar, meaning the care for other people is the similar dover, not the sibal dover. It's not the cause, it's, it's a sign. Right? She'ilu lo hayabo nefesh gdola. If it wouldn't be that he had a big soul, lo haya makpid al shibudachav. Then he wouldn't have cared. He would have. He would have been cold-hearted. He would have turned a blind eye. So, so the point is that the moral understands that that the internal is the cause for the external. Not to say that the chitzonius can't be or the pneumius, right? It certainly can. But that's just meor, you know, to, to arouse the pneumius, right? For example, uh, out of sight, out of mind. You know, so, so even, if, even if you do have the type of soul to empathize with people, etc., but if you're never around them and you, you, you're not, you don't really... You hear that there's something, but you, you never connect to it, you never really see it, etc., then certainly it will be uh, be something that the person is not going to be aroused to. But, uh, but Lamaisa, we're saying over here that, uh, that it was the greatness of the soul that drove him to want to go and um, empathize with his brothers. Ki mi 
someone who is a lowly person, he wouldn't care about other people's enslavement. So this has to do with the greatness of the soul, whether a person cares or not. Using the word nefesh is supposed to neshama. Neshama doesn't uh, doesn't appear in in uh, standard literature too much. Meaning in in uh, in Chumash or um, in in Nach. Um, so you see the the. Um, the Rambam, the the Kuzari, the, or, uh, you know, the those the earlier sources they don't they, they use they use uh, languages of uh, that are more understandable to people. Guf, nefesh, and seichel. And nefesh can include everything up there, everything that's not the guf. Uh, the the languages that we're more used to, uh, the, those are the languages of, of Kabbalah. Of neshama, you know, ruach. That's all coming from a from a moshal that the Zohar brings about the glass blower, right? That, that, so you don't know the moshal. You've been using these expressions this whole time. See, so you just stick to goof. You see, you, you don't even what? Got it from Der Hashem. Where I don't know. I definitely got it from Der Hashem. Talks about the five levels of the soul. Okay, yeah. fine. But uh, that's yeah. anyway. That's uh, that's already m- a much later phenomenon with the revelation of uh, Kabbalistic literature that kind of became uh, standard standard expression. So you guys are experts in in Kabbalah, although you don't know the analogy that it stands for. So you don't really have a way have a way to explain to anyone what these things mean. So what's the Glass blower is Hashem is as if the glass blower, yeah, and where the glass vessel that's being made and there's the tube through which you blow. So there's the neshima, the breath inside the glass blower. Then it's turned into a ruach, into a wind as it goes down the tube, down the little pipe that you're blowing into. And then it comes to a rest inside the glass, having expanded the the glass, made room for it. It comes to a rest. That's that's, that's nefesh, vayinafash to rest. So you have the neshama, the neshima, the breath, which is something very transcendent, something that's chelak elokaim ma'al. Then there's then there's the ruach, which is the Movement, the transition level, and then there's the the nefesh, the, where it comes to a rest inside the body. Okay. Anyway, so uh, but yeah, this is, um, Maral doesn't use those expressions because he's not he's talking to people who are not studying the Zohar necessarily. Okay. Vayar mauverbesivlosom shayaroa. Bisivlosum, Hule, 
Ein Vimiribur Yuchus. They cut out a bunch of it. Right. I think. Uh, That's why it comes across a little odd. I think he's going to explain it. Roe abusive lossum. Okay, so let's see. So, beard over that. Ki lotion vayar. That he looked. Latana kama nosum. Libo alsivlosum. That means that he placed his heart on their <coughs> burdens. Vaya misayeya He was running around helping each one of them. Ulerebi yosiaglili lohay misayeh. He wasn't helping them. Shenro ui lemelech lehios misayeh. Since he is their leader. He took upon himself a leadership over the people, so it's not fit for him to be helping them. Avalhaya miyashev es but he would help place the load on their shoulders. What does that mean? With the Rabbi Yosi Aglili, Lohaya Messiah Shein Roy the Melech. Messiah meaning a Melech is too high. To be involved in the if you get details uh, if, if that's the case you, you can't be uh, you have to be nivdal from the arm the melech has to be nivdal from the arm in order to be able to lead them and help them is it's that uh, Yisro's feedback to Moshe you're too Maisa he was nivdal over there in each case he was the judge and they were the they were the um Plaintiffs, or there were the people coming with the case, but um, the point is, it's, it's it's a fine line, right? On the one hand, the Melech has to care about the people, but on the other hand, he can't be one of them because if he's one of them, he really can't help them. But I mean, the fundamental difference between Melech and Moshel that oh. he that he that, that he cares about them, that he's oh, so here that for is them. Moshe's so not a Melech; he's a leader. He's not a Melech. Am I, am I learning this the wrong way? Am I thinking about it the wrong way? Even a leader. I mean, a melech is a type of a leader, but a leader, the moment you say leader, right? Whether it be a nasi, nasi is very clearly up, transcendent, uplifted. From a language, nasi is from a language of linsos, to pick up, it's picked up. Or like clouds, the language of nisim is clouds. So something high up, right? A melech also... If you, um, you, know, you you lose your effectiveness as a as a leader, if you I mean, if you if you're mamish in the trenches, you know, the, then people there has to be a certain awe. Now, if there's no awe to begin with, maybe that's a different story. But uh, the, the 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 real we don't have such a music of a melech nowadays. I mean, it's unbelievable. By the goyim, you literally have people declining. Royal lineage, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, in the, Briti- in the British, 
Because that shows how worthless the thing has become. It shows that society has made it unlivable to have constant cameramen in your face. And True, but I'm saying back in the days, people would literally go to war right. over, over, over. You know, this would be like the most, va- the most important, valuable thing right. in their entire life. Right. Right? So we, we have no idea. It's, it's a joke. Mamash is mamash a joke, and I think it's proof that you can't make a brach on them. The prince and the, and the duchess get, uh, renounced their lineage and moved to Canada. Prince, the English prince William or Prince uh, Henry, Charles, Henry, Prince Henry, Prince Henry. Yeah, my wife is British, so I have to be okay. a little bit holding. In the <laughs> When Yeshiva does teach you a lot about the world, because we had Brits and... Well, yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. If I'm they're very I, angry. The Brits are very angry about this. Is they're embarrassed. Because, because I think they're embarrassed. It's just because it's like very embarrassing. Because, you said, it, it undermines what yeah. they thought was very... Like, as if there was still something there, right? Yeah. This is embarrassing, yeah. So anyway, but... Uh, <laughs> but the point is that... Uh, is, it, is the guy who made American? Is yeah. Prince made? Oh, my gosh. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so American. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so but but, but, but if, you, if you if depend if you depend if you right that's so 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 uh, so but the point is that person has to be something different. If you're something different, the only way you can truly lead people is if you know, like it's like in the military. Hmm? It's like in the military. I guess in the military there's still a little bit of that. There's, I, my father was telling me about this that they, in in infantry units, in the army of the Marine Corps, when some like a sergeant is promoted to be an officer, moves from, from a, a sergeant to a lieutenant, right? They usually move him out of his unit that he that he was a part of because they're like. They're, they're too friendly with each other because not, there's not right. enough Europe. Right. Um, so some, sometimes there's enough. He said sometimes they make exceptions because the, the guy is like so respected that they basically like okay so now now he's an officer that now we're like willing to recall that for sure. But he says that's usually not the, the way it goes. They usually you, you have well. to go ship out someplace else because they don't respect you because you're, you're one of the guys. Right. Right. It's true. It's uh, also I, I heard that because uh, I uh, we're talking about. Um, the hilchus of how you walk behind your Rebbe. They have to walk like a, f- a little bit behind him um, and um, you know, off to the side, like you know, which side, etc. Like it's, there's a whole... So, so apparently in the military, maybe in the Navy or something, like you have to walk three paces behind him and to the left. Like, and that yeah, matches uh, the Pretty close. Yeah. Meaning the... <laughs> <laughs> the cop still, so there, Ulai is still, uh, yeah. Um, okay, so interesting that only in the case of where there's actual like Sakana's Because there, right? Because the, the point is, because in the military, yeah, if mistake, he's not your leader, right. like in a real way, yeah. then you're all gonna die. They have, they have. There has to be a a, a real leadership, there has to be a hierarchy of leadership, and 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 right. chain of command, because otherwise, the whole the whole the whole thing doesn't work. Right, you can't. Right. So this like word here, yeah. to be a helper, to be a helper to the individual. Yeah, to and be schlepping, to be, to be schlepping the, the bricks, to be schlepping the bricks with them, right? But what you would do is you would load them up. That's a separate position. 
I load you guys up. I don't actually go around schlepping with you, but I load you up. What's the difference? Is I, I'm facilitating you to work. I'm not doing your work. That's, I'm, not, I'm not a peer. I'm one step removed. I'm standing on top of the pedestal, and I'm putting the bricks on you. So that does significantly <coughs> help. I help everybody a little bit. I make all, instead of them all having to pick up the bricks themselves, which is extremely difficult, right? When one person loads up another, because Gemara and Soto says that you can, you can get way more weight onto a person, right? It's from the Maraglim we learned this. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? It says that, that when, you, when you're loading people up, a person can carry way more, like a double or something, the weight that he can lift by himself. Okay. Right, because if, if I'm already standing straight and you're just sure. putting it on me, I, I can carry much more. So the point is that Moshe Rabbeinu is leveraging his leadership, right, to increase the efficiency of everybody. Okay. Instead of just being another schlepper over there, he'll, you know, I'll carry it together with you, I'll carry it together with you, running around, um, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like just another one more worker. What's that, that going to do, right? So in, in as, far, now as far as the empathy, let's listen to the machlekes over here. As far as the empathy is concerned, right? So then the Tanakama is right. The deepest empathy is I literally jump in there with you and I start doing the same way as you. This is the level to which I want to help. I'm not looking to keep my hands clean, right? So, so then, so then that's the Tanakama is understanding. Rabbi saying you're right. You're right. It's not that it would be that would be the case. But mitzad, but mitzad being a leader, right? There has to be a certain hevdel. There has to be a certain separation. So what he would, what he would have been doing again. This is all we don't know what he did, right? So Chazal are coming with svara, having seen that he is deeply empathetic leader, and they're saying, well, you know, what did he do, right? So either it was hundred percent empathy or empathy that is controlled and channeled by the understanding of the need that the people should have a leader. So therefore he is augmenting all of their efficiency by kind of staying a little bit separate and loading them up. Where is, the, where is this Machlokas? Does it say what this is? This is this Midrash. Oh, this is all in the Midrash. Yeah, he, uh-huh. he said, go, go check out the, the Midrash the in his full, okay. which is... Um, a little bit unusual, but Gvur Hashem, uh, the tr- you guys don't have on the on the bottom. There's uh, oh no, it's um, here. You know what? I, I bet it is. I have it's okay. this is because, because if Gvur Hashem is an interesting safer, the first safer he published, his uh, first safer safer he published, and he brought he here he had it all finished, and it was too big, so he went through and crossed out significant sections throughout and printed a significantly smaller section which is the one that we have now but they found the Ksav Yad so the, the, I believe Aronopiansky was involved in that and I have here it's a little uh, here, a little white soft cover um, booklet with all the missing with all the missing parts so I wouldn't be surprised if it's why, is, why would he care if it's too long? Printing presses back then. Printing <laughs> presses were extremely expensive, uh-huh. extremely expensive, and people just you know if, if you if you wanted people to be able to afford your book, you needed to keep things very concise. I think like subscription fees, business media. So you gotta keep it, you know. 
something okay. under ten dollars a month. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really in a different world. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, okay. So that. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And when he saw that, um, you know, he, he would organize the, the you know, if there was a need, to, this person is going to be, I'll move you over to over there and you to over there, meaning I'll, I'll switch you guys around because it's better, it's better that way, you know, it's uh, not... You know, you're the stockier guy. You'll do better with carrying bricks. You're the kind of more lanky guy. You'll do better at uh, I don't know I don't know what else. Uh, you know, making the bricks, whatever. Yeah. So the point is that he would um, uh, optimize. Again, they were saying that he, he optimized uh, their work. Mishamish la'atzmo. You see, he wasn't about um, just taking care of my own needs and uh, doing for himself. If he would have been worried about himself, he would not have, you know, lost out on his own work and gone over there to take care of them. So you see that he was something, he was all-encompassing. True leadership is that it's not about me, it's about the unified um, cloud, it's about the people, right? The, the, everybody together, the, the greater purpose. That's the case, so too, I will leave the lofty heavenly abode, Vitachtonum and the abyss, maybe. Vedaber imcha, and I'm gonna go speak to you. Meaning Hashem is gonna relinquish on His covered, so to speak, right, and speak directly to Moshe Rabbeinu. That, that, that's that's what the midrash. This is a quote from the midrash, right? But Maral's not gonna be happy with that because whenever you have Hashem kind of saying, oh, well, if you do that, yeah, that's not an explanation, that's, that's just, we need to now extrapolate, right, find the lumdos inside of it. So we're saying that since Moshe Rabbeinu is a Tzura Kolelis, he's an encompassing um, form, right, he's not, he's, not, uh, he's not an individual person looking, uh, you know, looking out for, for number one, right? So, therefore, you know, that's something that Hashem can relate to. That's that's something that, that Hashem is going to connect to. So, Ki, Hashem is borach midaber im echad, shehu kolel, Hashem can speak to something that is truly one. Hashem, who is one, this is a recurring theme um, in, in, uh, in Maral, that Hashem being absolutely one, so He only can directly relate to something that's one. We've spoken about this by Kriyashma, you know, with the Shvatim, that, that in order for them to be able to to accept the oneness of Hashem upon themselves, they had to become 
fully one through acknowledging that they're the brothers, sons of one man? Doesn't ring a bell? Yeah, not in the context wow. you're saying it. I mean, we, we, I, we remember this. Gimor Vav. We remember, I remember we talked about this with, with, yeah, well, just to, just to keep it easy, right? Why do we say Shema Israel two words in the beginning of the Jewish credo, right? I mean, it's like uh, the Muslims seem to have really gotten uh, you know, beaten us. They managed to figure out with just two words to get the credo, right? Al-Akhbar. We, it takes us six words. That's like a very difficult battle cry, and long battle cry, right? So first two words, what are they doing? Besides, the, uh, so the four seemingly afterwards, we, we need them. Hashem Elokeinu currently is our God, and Hashem Echad in the future he'll be he'll be one everywhere. Good, but the Shema Yisrael that seems to be literally throwaway words. I know I'm listening. Right? I, so he says no. The only way you can be makabel, the oneness of Hashem, the unity of Hashem upon yourself, is if we are truly one as a nation, because no individual can recognize that oneness. I mean, every individual means I am one, you know, one out of uh, millions. I'm, I'm a little piece. I'm a broken piece. The way that I am is different from the way that you are, is different from the way that Noah is. We're all little different pieces. So I see a little facet of Hashem. You see a different facet of Hashem. You see a different facet of Hashem. So the only way I can acknowledge it and accept upon myself the oneness of Hashem is only if if I unify myself with the entirety of Israel and we become one, which is kolel, uh, which is a cloud, it's a transcendent, it's a concept, the Jewish people, that type of a oneness can connect to the true oneness of Hashem. Okay? I don't think this is the point here. I mean, he's not looking to get deep into it. Um... We've certainly, I think in previous years we've spoken about in Parsha of Eichi. But, um, so, uh, so the point is that the oneness of Hashem, which is true oneness, is transcendent oneness, needs at least a oneness which is a kolel, something that is, uh, um, this we have spoken about, and if we haven't, then we need to talk about this, because with the Marcus is coming up well, next why would the the mak the maka of of uh, Kriyas Yamsuf let's say was greater than all the makas in Mitzrayim? Why? Because the makas in Mitzrayim were all individual makas, which means there was a local phenomena that you know here it became dark or here the you know, barred fell or whatever it may be. Yeah, Kriyas Yamsuf was a water in general, water, the concept became something that there is instead of something that has no tsura and something that just collapses and something that's cohesive became something that has clear you know separation and boundaries and form that, that that's a fundamental change in an abstract concept of water that's what the Malik said. that's why that's why it's such a greater miracle okay um so what the klal is always more, much more transcendent than the prat. The prat is always a physical manifestation of the klal. If I have a, if I have a, if I have a concept, I design in CAD. I design a certain object. CAD. Is it's, it's a uh, 
it is a design. Uh, so it is a design. It is a way to design software that enables three three D understanding, spatial understanding. Basically, I, I um, could I could design an object in this program, a three dimensional object. I could draw it, so to speak, in this program, okay. and afterwards I could send it to the manufacturing plant, right? To a three D printer, let's say, um, cool. right? So the design itself has no physical um, content to it. It's just inside the computer. It's, ju it's just zeros and ones. Yeah? Um, and yet from it, I could make a million pieces. Now, each piece that I make will be an independent physical manifestation of this concept. Okay. Right? So, so, but the concept is something that's transcendent from all of them. Yeah. So that's the concept of Clausel. There's no place I could go and grab Clausel. Clausel is all these individuals. You know what comes out this emergent property from all these individuals. That's Clausel. This one thing that is, hovers above all of them and unites all of them. The source for all of them. So that. Is something that the oneness of Hashem can connect to. That's, that is a oneness that is transcendent. Okay? So therefore, he's saying that since Moshe Rabbeinu, this is in Tiferes Yisrael, he develops a lot more, of course, by Moshe Rabbeinu being Mikabal the Torah. But since Moshe Rabbeinu was this transcendent one, the, this, he was the Tzura for Klausrel, and he was a person that absolutely had no independent. Um, worries, and rather, all he was, his, he, all he thought about was Klausrel. So, therefore, Hashem, who is one, Ki Hashem is Borach Medaber Im Echad, Shehu Kolel, which which is a, tr a transcendent thing. Bavur Shehu is Borach Kolel Hametzius. Since Hashem includes and contains the entirety of existence of reality, so something that is one that also contains the entirety of Klausrel, and the, the existence is for Klausrel. So those two have a tzad shava b'neim, they have a similarity, and therefore Hashem can speak to him. Because all these, meaning, uh, in, in relation to Moshe, these are not as good of a place for Hashem to dwell as with Moshe. Because Seemingly, the Elyonim is like some sort of a very. Um, that, that it's not a. It's not any particular tree or rock or whatever. It's something quite uh, encompassing, but compared to Moshe, who encompasses the entirety of the Jewish people, which is really the purpose of the entire existence. So then, Moshe Rabbeinu is a better place for Hashem to reside than the Elyonim or the Tachtonim. Kimitzad, Shaya Moshe, Mashlim as Yisrael. Since he was the tzura which completed the the Jewish people, she nechshavim kinyan echad. Oh, kemoshemayim varetz. This is he's alluding to um, midrash. There's an unbelievable gurari on this. The gurari argues vigorously on Rashi. The, by in, in in the pasuk um, where Hashem, Hashem is described, I believe Hashem is described as Kol Nei Shemaim Varz, 
and uh, so Rashi says that it means the the the, the, the one who the one who made it. This is just like Hashem made everything, and uh, so that's what it means. Hashem made everything. Kona, um, king, and acquisition is just a way of saying the owner of everything. And why is he the owner of everything? Because he made everything. So the Gwari says that, that's not what Chazal are saying. It brings before Chazal that Kona is used only in relation to like five things specifically. And, uh, and, uh, it's because these five things are something that is, uh, since it's a kolal, so it's something that is uniquely um, expression of Hashem. It's a unique expression of Hashem. It's something that Hashem can sort of be dwell with in a very unique, very intimate way, unlike everything else. So Shemaim Va'aretz uh, is all the two of them are one. It's one thing. The Yisrael Kinyan Echad. That's also one thing. Dixiv Amzu Kanisi. So when you have this thing that between the Shemaim and the Aretz, that's really everything, right? All of Kalashal together, that's really everything. As far as the nefesh, one is as far as makom, the other one is as far as nefesh, but that's really contains everything. Um, I, I would say I'm Gurayisham for a better understanding of this, because I don't think he's going to go into this very much over here. V'yosir Yisrael kinyan echad mineshamayim va'aretz, and Yisrael even more so a, a single acquisition, a single expression. Is what I want to, is how I'd like to touch it up. A single expression of Hashem. A place where a Kenyan comes from a language, Gershwald said, based on, uh, I believe it's a base Yaakov, um, safer base Yaakov, that Kenyan is from a language of Khan, of a nest. Like a Khan Sipor. Which a nest is something that the thing can reside in. So, if I, so this Kenyan means it's a place where Hashem can be found, so to speak. That's what it means, a Kenyan over here. Yes. Does that make sense? I know we're going a little bit fast. We can stop for questions afterwards in case anyone can stay. But even more so one, and therefore even more so kingdom of Hashem, even more so a place of expression of Hashem's oneness than the Shemaim Varetz, because Shemaim Varetz are Lamaisa, two separate things. There are two, there are two that are one. Vishneim. Biyachet kinyan echad. The two of them together are one. Niknaim, nikroim. They're called one together. Aval Yisrael be'atzmam kinyan echad. We are essentially one. Nitika kinyach elyonu v'tachtonim v'daber imcha. Okay. Um, questions? What does that mean? <laughs> several. I have to. Maybe we'll pick it up. You want, you want to? I think we should.